All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Nice, Dave. Welcome back. That wasn't to the me. That was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it was my chair. Oh, really my gosh. My Welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior <laughs> editor of SteelCurtain.com. And with the loud, squeaky chairs, our podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis, and the editor, Dave Schofield, over there. Um, hey, I, before we get started, I want to remind everyone, uh, make sure you follow us on our podcast platform. If you follow us on YouTube or on Facebook, that's great, but you're missing a lot of content. You're missing uh, my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Dave Statkeek on Thursday, the live mic on Tuesday. These new shows that we're debuting, like uh, Maddie Peverell's War Room has been going on for months now, but it's a part of our noon lineup now. The uh, the Steelers Fantasy Fix with Jeremy Betts is Wednesdays at noon. He aired his first episode this week. It was great. I loved it. I thought it was tremendous talking about quarterbacks. And we have more stuff coming. The Ohioans are coming up with a Steelers Power Half Hour. Um, Brian, Saturday. what else? That's Saturday, right? Yeah, that's Saturday. Yes, and then you and I just received it. It just awesome. I, I'm getting ready to listen to it. Fantastic. I hope it's, I, I can't wait to listen to myself, but this is also things like the training camp recap podcast that I do every single time the Steelers have training camp. I give a whole recap of what happened that day and what we know from the general public. So if you don't follow us on a podcast platform, you're missing all of this stuff. You're, you're literally only getting like the one show that's on YouTube or Facebook. So Dave, Brian, do you want to add anything to that? While we're talking about podcasts. Yeah. Jeffrey Benedict's new show is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're also going to have what Ian's talking about, which is all about social media and the Steelers. That's going to be a really fun and exciting show, but stuff returning that you might've forgotten about the Steelers pregame show. Here we go with KT Smith and myself. We're get, That's going to be coming up on the weekends before the games. So that's a really fun pregame show. And if you have not had a chance, I know you get to read his stuff, but if you haven't had a chance to listen to KT Smith or Cliff Harris is still a punk, if you haven't had a chance to listen to him, then you're missing out because this guy is an award-winning champion high school football coach. And he knows, he knows the ins and outs of the game. He played college football. This guy is fantastic to listen to. I kind of just throw questions at him and throw stuff at and let him run on that show. And it's great. And we do that before every game. You're, we're going to come back with the rooting guide is coming back. We're going to have so many things to go ahead and put out there. I can't wait. There's going to be 25 original shows. And when I say 25, that doesn't count part one or part two. There's yeah. going to be 25 original mm -hmm. shows every single week. That's a lot of content and it is all different. And that's wherever you get your podcast. All you have to do is search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, and you'll get all of it, period. Yeah. So that's, that's good stuff. All right, let's get started. Let's get back to the topic at hand, and that is the comparing the 2020 rosters to the 2021 rosters. We're going to talk about the defensive line. This was that position. I said same. It's the same, basically. But, Brian, if you had to pick 2020, 2021, what are you doing? I'm still saying the same. If, if I have, Do I have to pick between the two? Well, I was going to say the same with the wide receivers, and then you all kind of said, well, there's another year, and, and then you kind of talked it out of it. So I didn't know if that was the same thing with the defensive side or not. Okay, then I'll, uh, I'm going to tick everybody off and say 2020. And the reason <laughs> I'm saying – the reason I'm going to say that is everybody's a year older. Okay. Or that Dave, was, that was going to be my thing that I was going to say – if the wide receivers, I say 2021 is better because they're younger guys and it's another year 
you know, to get better, then the defensive line would have to be the inverse of that. But I mean, tomato, tomato. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's, good. You 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 have your great guys coming back. I mean, honestly, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going 2021, and here's why. Because the Steelers lost Tyson Alawalu, and by some amazing and miraculous situation, they got him back. And you, you, you can't, you, you can't not take that into consideration because he was gone, and now he's back. He is the prodigal son. He returns without even missing a game. It's great. Yeah, and I, I think you know, you think maybe if what if Stefan to it kind of broke out last season what what if that's going to be the new norm for him and he had double digit sacks i think what do you have 11 and a half last season or was it 10 and a half yes it was, it was yes <laughs> uh, it was 11 so and a half. i think it was 11 and a half he had i know he had double digits i just didn't know it was 11 or 10 so uh the defensive line returns and they're going to be good again no doubt about that let's go to inside linebacker last season you had vince williams you had robert spillane you had devin bush briefly um, Ulysses Gilbert, the third was not there very long. I don't know guys. And then this year you obviously Vince Williams retires right before the training camp begins. Marcus Allen is labeled as a linebacker. Jerry Olsavsky talked about him uh, today on Thursday and saying that he thinks he's on the right track to see more playing time. So guys, this is a tough one. Brian, what do you think inside linebacker 2020 or 2021? I'm going to say 2021. And here's the reason for that. Robert Spillane, I think, is on a mission. I think he's, you know, I'm going to miss Vince Williams. I'm going to miss Vinny Vinny Vici a lot. But I really think that this guy's a guy like LJ Fort became, not with the Steelers, but elsewhere. (laughs) But I really think there's even more of an upside to a guy like Robert Spillane. I think he could be a, a starter there for a while. So, I really like that. I think Bush is back. And remember, when you're talking about the off the uh, inside linebackers, you're only talking about what five games of uh, Mr. Bush. So, yeah, you got to say a little bit better. The depth behind them is they're getting stronger. They're getting better too. Okay, Dave, what do you think? Well, first of all, I have to say this. You caught me off guard. You were saying 10 and a half or 11 and a half sacks. And the reason I said yes is because I thought it was 11, halfway in between. <laughs> and I just looked it up, and that's correct. It was 11. So you were right. You said 10 and a half to 11 and a half. You were, you were spot on. <laughs> so you had 11 even. <laughs> you had 11 even. I, I could have yes. sworn it was a half. Okay. Yeah. So, um, no, the, the, the half came into play. Actually, I don't have anyone listed that had a half a sack. So maybe it is. I don't know. Pro Anyways. Football Reference doesn't have anybody with a half. Oh, well. Um, now you're making me second guess it. When it comes to the inside linebackers, the biggest issue is we're we're, we're thinking of 2020 of Devin Bush with five games, and we're and we're assuming that we're going to have Devin Bush for the entire season this year. And I am a okay with that assumption. And that right there is the biggest difference of anything. The fact that they're that Devin Bush missed all those games last year and gave Robert Spillane a chance to show what he could do and have to step in and be it. That's what gives me an advantage for 2021. Not super excited about the depth now that there's no Vince Williams. Um, I can't say that that's not, not at least a little bit of a concern, but the other concern is Devin Bush and Robert Spillane weren't on the field together in, in 2020. They had, 
It was like eight total snaps in like week one where they were both on the field together. They just weren't playing together. So that's what's going to happen this year. So it's a bit of a mystery, but I'm still going to say just, uh, you know, the return of Devin Bush is so much more important. And that's why it's 2021. I agree. And I honestly didn't think that uh, Devin Bush's impact was that great until I started to read some of the work by Jeffrey Benedict and Kevin Smith that Brian brought up earlier in this, in this podcast. And you see that boy, does he make a difference? Boy, does he make, so I think just him being there by himself, if they could sign someone like Avery Williamson, and I know that people are like, Oh, why would you bring back Avery Williamson? Cause I think Avery Williamson was Vince Williams 2.0 last season if you have him alongside Devin Bush, I think it would make their inside linebacker depth great. You wouldn't have to rely on Robert Spillane every single down. As a, I think it would make their inside linebacker depth really, really good. And he knows the system. He was there last season. Mm-hmm. So I think they could still improve that, but I'll still take 2021 because of healthy, healthy Devin Bush. And you got Buddy. 2020. I, buddy I want to see what Buddy Johnson could do. Yeah, really for sure. Do. He, you know. And we're back <laughs> because, because yeah, with Buddy Johnson, honestly, it could be that this that inside linebacker is one of those positions that the Steelers might be wait that they could bring in someone else, but they're kind of waiting because they really want to see what Marcus Allen and Buddy Johnson are going to offer, and if UG three can stay healthy. Let's also not forget that Melvin Ingram the third they have had him rushing the rushing from the inside as mm-hmm. well. Not saying he's going to be an inside linebacker, but keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay, let's go to outside linebacker. Now, last year in 2020, obviously, Bud Dupree's there. Alex Highsmith is a rookie. TJ Watt, that's essentially your top three. This season, Bud Dupree is gone. He's with Tennessee via free agency. And then you have Alex Highsmith going into year two. You have TJ Watt, Cassius Marsh, Quincy Roche, Q from the U, and our sixth-round pick. And But then you sign Melvin Ingram the third, and suddenly things start to have a little bit more of a glow to them. So, Brian, 2020 or 2021, what are you doing? At outside linebacker. So close to going to 2020, but when you look at some of the additions, like Melvin Ingram the third and Q from the U, but you throw in the leap, and what everybody's talking about is the difference between year one and year two in Alex Highsmith. Throw that in with the given that is DJ Watt. I'm looking at the arrow in 2021. Losing Bud Dupree is huge. I know that. But Without bringing those guys in, Ingram kind of kind of pushes it back to 2021 for me. Okay, Dave, what do you think? I don't want to sound too homer and go 2021 um, with everything because you can't say that the loss of Bud Dupree was not huge. The biggest thing, and this is what I'm still trying to figure out, is that Alex Highsmith is not Bud Dupree, and Bud Dupree is not Alex Highsmith. They're not the same player. I've said this many times. They're not the same. And I think the biggest thing isn't going to be, well, does Highsmith do what do can he do what Dupree did? Or, you know, or what what would have been vice versa? It's all about how the Steelers are going to util, utilize the players that they have. And you can't, you have to you can't say that that Melvin Ingram the third doesn't also come in there when you take a guy that that has shown that he has done it so much for i i can't even remember where i saw someone trying to say that him and the loss of ola denier was a wash because they both had the same number of sacks last year i'm like come on you're going to say that about former pro bowler um melvin ingram the third no that is definitely so much better than what you what you had just with that pedigree you know like 
you can't argue that like if you last year, even with, with Highsmith being the rookie and doing as well as he did, that Melvin Ingram the third wouldn't have been an upgrade then just because of who he is and what he brings to the table, even if it's just going to be that three-man rotation. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with 2020 just simply because you can't – it would it almost be disrespectful to Dupree, not that the Steelers didn't have a plan, not that they're not better off financially, if you want to talk about that and the whole salary cap thing. They're much better off than if they would have had to pay Dupree. But at the same time, I do want to appreciate what Dupree did for the Steelers when he was here. Now, Dave, you said earlier that, that you're like, this is not about depth, and I agree, but this is the one position this, where well, I Well, no, this you, one it is about This depth. one you have to think it's at least a three. Yeah. So TJ Watt last year, Bud Dupree last year, Alex Highsmith as a rookie. Highsmith was good as a rookie. I think Highsmith is the one that's going to flip this for me to 2021. Mm-hmm. Melvin Ingram, of course, it's all about health. We don't need to say that. That's obvious. But TJ Watt's going to be great. Barring injury, he's going to be great. I think Alex Highsmith is going to be great in year two. And I think Melvin Ingram should be able to provide something, something to the point where I think he's the one Take a Melvin Ingram with his veteran experience, it's light years above where Alex Highsmith was last year. And so I think that uh, Highsmith could do – I think he's honestly, in terms of like coverage, he's just as good as Bud Dupree. I think he's a better technician from rushing the passer. Dupree definitely found his niche in that defense. But I'm going to take 2021 because, like Brian said, Melvin Ingram was the one that kind of put him over the top. Good, Brian, you want to say something? Yeah, and gentlemen, let me just throw in Quincy Roche as well. Because he is your, he's more than a sixth round pick. And so when you throw him into the mix, he makes them so much better too, because he's going to cancel, he's going to do more than what Ola Denny did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not much last year. Let's go to cornerback. So cornerback is obviously Steven Nelson was there last year, Cam Sutton, Mike Hilton. Uh, Joe Hayden, those were your primary cornerbacks. We know that James Pierre came on late. We know Justin Lane never did. And so, sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Justin Lane turned my power out. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he, 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 he's got a pause button for you there, Jeff. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lust and Jane. So uh, now this season, not so much – uh, proven, but you think about Cam Sutton gets re-signed. Mike Hilton's gone via free agency. Steven Nelson is released for cap reasons. Uh, and now you have Joe Hayden, Cam Sutton, James Pierre, um, Arthur Millette is there. Arthur Brooks, or, or uh, Arthur Brooks. And it, what, is, what is his first name? Antoine. Brooks, Antoine. Antoine, Antoine Brooks, Bob Brainfart. Antoine Brooks Jr. He's the one that is being given the first shot at that nickel spot that Mike Hilton used to deploy, uh, be deployed with. So guys, this is a tough one for me, Brian, which way you go in 2020 or 2021, 2020. I, I have to do it just the same way I spoke about the offensive line. It's not, I believe in the offensive line in 2021. I really do. I believe in these corners. I think the whole thing hinges on James Pierre, but I'm not ready to crown him yet. I haven't, we've never seen James Pierre in a preseason game. Remember that. He's never played an NFL preseason game. We're getting great reports from him. We have seen him in limited NFL action. I like the little things that I've seen from him. So I really think that James Pierre is going to be good. Steven Nelson was Nelson Island. He was good. He took the onus off of 
Joe Hayden a little bit and Hayden's just getting up there in years. So if I'm looking at this, I see the possibility that this can be a really good group. And the, I know the coaches and the front office know so much more than I do by being able to let Steven Nelson go because they have trust in Cameron Sutton bringing him back. They have trust in, I really like what I see in Arthur Millette too, but you you had a dynamic player in Mike Hilton that's gone as well. So I'm still going to say 2020 right now is the better unit because of the question marks here, but there's no doubt in my mind that they could become one. But when you're saying August of looking at August, late July, 2021, I've got to say 2020 is better. They're going to prove me wrong probably, but that's where, where I've got to go right now. All right, Dave, what do you think? I'm going to go 2020 right now based on the data that we have because we don't really know, but I'll tell you, Everyone who's super concerned about these corners, and I've said it over and over again with the, with the young corners the Steelers have and who's going to play where and everything else, is that the Steelers made the moves that they did. And I mean, you realize that the Steelers have, even above the, the money that they need to go into the season right now on the salary cap, they have the money that they would have had to keep someone like a Mike Hilton. You know, they chose the money for Cam Sutton over Mike Hilton. They chose to let Steven Nelson go. They made these decisions based on the other players that they had. So they believe in them on what from the data that they have. And we just don't have as much data as they do. So therefore, I, I, I'm i saying 2020 based on the our information. But I don't know that the Steelers would answer it the same way because I think they really believe in the players that they have. And really what we think isn't nearly as important as what they think. Right. Yep. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with 2020 here, but like Brian said, come August, I might be thinking differently. And I think about what Terrell Austin said to Steelers.com at training camp about how if James Pierre is a player that can prove that he's a starter, that means that Cam Sutton could be going right back to the inside, in which case he can thrive in that role. He can play Mike Hilton's spot. He can play his dime spot. He can do really anything in the defensive back half of the second. He can play safety too. So he's so versatile. I think that it all just depends. It's like a wait-and-see thing. It's a wait-and-see thing. All right, let's go to safety. Brian, let's talk about safeties. Minka and Edmonds are back, and then we talk about depth. What do you think, 2020 or 2021? Definitely 2021. You got you throw in the fact that you did not tender a fifth year option. You did not give him your fifth year option. And I'm talking about Terrell Edmonds here. I thought he had a really good 2020 season. I thought it was so much better than what we've seen from him. I still contend, and I, I say this every time I bring up this guy's name, that if he was a second or third round pick, we would love him. We he be one of your favorite players but he was a first round pick and people take that into consideration i think he compliments minka fitzpatrick well minka fitzpatrick is just right now he seems like he's on a path to canton and we've seen this in the past you had the compliment to troy palomalu who's a hall of famer who's in canton and his name was ryan clark you've got a compliment right now to Minka Fitzpatrick, and his name's Terrell Edmonds. He got his hand on a, a football last year, which was really nice to see him get an interception. But I really think that this guy does a lot of the little dirty things that we need that player to do. We need those 
you're not going to have 11 superstars on defense, but you have the, the guys that do the dirty work and that's who Terrell Edmonds is. And he's playing for a contract this year, which he wasn't last year. And I, I know some people say they should always play, be playing for a contract. They should play every year. Like it's their walk year. I know, but I just really think that there's so much more fire to Terrell Edmonds and we're definitely going to see it. This is a better unit. Okay. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, your starters are the same. Your backups are not at all. I I feel like the Steelers really like Trey Norwood. I, I he's got an interception today. Apparently, um, there was Coach Chom was asking questions about him. Um, so that's part of it that they like. I would almost put them even, but I'm going to go back for the same reason as the receivers. When you're two starters, that and safety's a position that those guys can play 100 percent of the snaps. That's just one of those things you know, like offensive line and, and, and quarterback. So I'm going to say 2021 because these are young guys with another year experience playing together. I agree with what Dave said. Um, yeah, we'll go with just one more year. There's really not much change when we talk about yeah. starters. So let's go with now overall, overall roster real quick. We don't have to go into in-depth analysis here. Think about what you said. Think about how you answered the questions by position. Would you say it's 2020 roster or 2021 roster overall is better? Brian, go. Based on my answers, 2021 is better. Dave? <laughs> this is what makes it interesting. I'm going to say that, like Brian said, based on the answers, but we're also moving forward in 2021 assuming that we're going to have everyone all season and looking at 2020 when we didn't have Bush and we didn't have Dupree for part of the season and other things that were going on there. So, um, and honestly, I think the ultimate question for the, 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 sorry, the ultimate answer for this question is really going to come down to the offensive line. So for now, I'm going to say 2021, because right now more, more players are healthy than they were in 2020. Yeah. On paper, I'm going to say 2021, you know, you talk about guys like Melvin Ingram and things like that. I'm going to say 2021 injuries can derail any season for any team for sure. Now we did have a super chat. It was a long time ago. It was $5. You have it still fantastic. I got it. Uh, by John Knox. He gives us $5. Says, Who's in the Steelers hall of honor in 2021. I predict John Kolb and Larry Brown. Like when it comes to this, I want y'all to know, like I saved it. And there are people like, oh, you didn't recognize the live chat or super chat. We did, but we were in the middle of uh, talking about it. So Brian, this is right up your alley. Same with you, Dave. Who do you think gets in this season? Brian, go ahead. John Kolb and Larry Brown are absolutely great picks. Uh, they definitely deserve to be in. They do not get as much. Uh, they they could actually be hall of famers in my mind. That's how good they were for that team. They were so important for that team. You know, Larry Brown is the, uh, a lot of people don't realize he was the first offensive touchdown. He was the first offensive points for the Steelers in a Super Bowl as a tight end in Super Bowl nine. John Kolb was, I mean, he was the left tackle, the Oklahoma state cowboy. He was, he was just the man that protected Terry Bradshaw. They were so integral to that team. I would love to see those guys in. Um, if I'm looking at anybody else, um, I'm not sure with some of the later guys, but there's going to be there's going to be a later pick in there too. Someone from the uh, the last the last ten years or so, and I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if he's in or not. 
James Ferrier, whether he's in or not, if he's already in, I I apologize. But if not, James Ferrier would probably be my pick. And a guy like uh, a guy like Ike Taylor, I would consider as well. Okay, Dave, what about you? Yeah, my biggest thing is I can't remember who's already in. That's the biggest thing because I think I think the Hall of Honor is a, a great place for members of the Steelers that should be getting Hall of Fame consideration that aren't in there, if you know what I mean. And that's why I like the two the two players that were already already listed, and then of course. Um, any any newer guy that that we kind of put up there that we want to ask or there I mean is someone like a Casey Hampton in the in the in the Hall of Honor yet you know I would love to see somebody like that but I don't I can't remember who's there I, I have do the list, recall Dave. okay I do recall that it's going to be Saturday that they announce it that it's part of the stuff going on with Steelers Fest that they're going to announce the Hall of the the, the Hall of Honor people for 2021. James Ferrier is in. He got in okay. in 2018. Um, okay. As far as uh, Kolb, mm-hmm. he's not in, and neither is Larry Brown. So I think they K- would be Was Casey Hampton in? Casey Hampton is not in. I think he should be. <laughs> so I agree with you 100%. I would go with Casey mm-hmm. Hampton over Ike Taylor. I think Ike mm-hmm. Taylor's a guy that you have to look at. And I'm another, gonna, I'm going to go with James Harrison. Is he in? No, he is not in. I'm going to say the Debo gets in. And there's one more to consider. And if you're looking at uh, a later guy, it's Heath. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very good. Good question. Let's go with Dave for some trivia to finish out the show. Go ahead. Dave. All right. Something very interesting I was looking at today. I was looking at Steelers players that have made Pro Bowl, Steelers players that have made All Pro, and St- of course, Steelers players that were in the hall of fame, which is funny that of course I don't have hall of honor with all this. I was looking specifically at the offensive side of the ball. There are two positions that I broke. I didn't, I broke them down more than what we did. I, you know, like the offensive line, I did center guard and tackle. I did tight end wide receiver running back quarterback. Um, that's all of them, right? I think so. Um, there are two positions where the Steelers have never had an all pro. On offense, do you know what they are? Never as in in their never. entire existence. In their entire existence. They've never had a first-team All-Pro. I'm going to say left tackle. You don't even have to say left. Okay, tackle. <laughs> tackle is correct. Yay. They have not had an All-Pro tackle. Now, Alan Fanica play tackle and has been an all pro, but he was not an all pro the year that he played tackle. Okay. And he would have, he would have been an all pro guard probably if he would have been there. Okay. I've got, I have got two. I'm going to go with the one that I think is more obvious. And then one's out of left field Mm -hmm. tight end. And it's tight end. The Steelers have never had an all pro tight end and they've never had an all pro tackle. How about that, Brian? We got our first guesses. Look at that. Now, what position do you think this on offense do you think the Steelers have had the most all pros? Running back. Oh no, I change it. Can I change it? Center. I'm gonna go center. I was gonna say center, so let me throw in linebacker. That's not on offense. This is offense. See, and the problem is with including center. linebacker on the defense is when there are three, four versus four, three, you know, an outside linebacker in a, in a, 
in a in a four three is really more like an inside linebacker in a three four anyway. So that's why they all get lumped together. But you are correct. It's center. The Steelers have had six all pro centers in Mike Webster, Dramani Dawson, Marquise Bouncy, Jeff Hardings, Mike Barzak, and or Baz Basrack Barzak. What am I saying? And Bill Walsh. <laughs> it was from the thirties. How am I supposed to get his name right? <laughs> oh gosh! Could have been Dave. Could've You're been making Dave my Bazrak hurt right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do some final thoughts here. Uh, Brian, go ahead. And Brian, explain the schedule next week for those listeners out there. It's going to be a little different. All right. So we are going to have the Steelers preview coming up next Tuesday evening. So what happens to the Scobro Show? That is going to be moved to Sunday night. So when you're uh, enjoying your day off on Sunday, when you're dreading the fact that you've got to go to back to work on Monday, you could take solace with you've got the awesomeness of the Scobros, and you might even get some wisdom on the live chat from one hashtag pay Kyle. So with that being said, paying Kyle anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's getting nothing. Kyle got a shirt, so that's fine. Yeah, all Kyle, yeah, Kyle wanted a shirt. That was the that's what Kyle was all about. He wanted a shirt. So no, so that's gonna be happening. Then everything else is going to be the same. What's gonna happen on Thursday night? We are seven days away from football. So there's gonna be no preview because the preview is going to be on Tuesday night. What are you going to do? You're not going to have Dave Schofield. You're not going to have Jeff Hartman. You're not going to have Brian Anthony Davis. Not so fast, my friend. You're going to have them after the game because it's the return of the post-game show. (laughs) Who wants to talk about undrafted rookies? (laughs) We do. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so pumped. So no, oh, that's geez. that's what we're gonna have going on, and everything on the audio side is going to stay the same. And there you have it, Dave. Anything? Yeah, it's funny because some people were really upset. They're like, "How is Heath Miller never, not, you know, not an All Pro?" Okay, honestly, I was looking that up today, and the whole reason I came across this was because I was curious about it because of uh, an article that Michael Beck wrote, and it was about you know Fairmuth. Could he be, you know? A tight end. He's like, and some people didn't like that. Michael said, even when Heath Miller was here, he did not get the respect around the league that 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 put him in the upper echelon of tight ends. You know, Heath Miller had two Pro Bowls. He had it in 2009 and in 2012. And if you go back and look from the years 2009 to 2012 and put all and look at all the tight ends that played in the league at that time, Heath Miller was ranked ninth. Okay. Um, it's just, it's just how it was um, with, but we know as Steelers fans, what he did for this organization. And that's really what it comes down to. My final thoughts after I had to clean that up real quick is I just want to talk next week. I want to preview a game. I can't wait to preview a game. Let's preview yeah. a game. And you're like, Oh, it's just a hall of fame game. You know, we're talking about these guys that, that's, that are going to be the depth and the difference between this roster being better and not better. And we're going to get to watch them. We're going to get to see these kind of, we're going to say, Oh, can buddy Johnson play inside linebacker? Guess who you're going to see in the hall of fame game. 
Buddy Johnson. Oh, can Kendrick, can Kendrick Green really be that, that next man up at center for the Steelers? Guess who you're going to see in the Hall of Fame game? Kendrick Green. Exactly. So, so you're not going to see TJ Watt. So you're not going to see Ben Roethlisberger. So you're not going to see some of these guys. We know what those guys can bring. I want to see the guys that we don't know what they can bring yet. And then that way we can see what they can do. I'm ready to preview it. I would preview it right now if you'd let me, but we better save something for Tuesday. Who is this year's Tuzar skipper? That's the question. <laughs> Who is this year's Tuzar skipper? Amen. All right. Brian, anything? Or are you good? I, I just have to answer this question with a no. Um, no. Will Sapphire be there? No. no. Brian would know. So, okay, <laughs> he's got her on speed dial because she, she hasn't stole his phone. She yet. is not going to be on the post game show. No, seven days. I am so excited for it. Hey, we're getting preseason back, and you don't know what she got until it's gone. I missed preseason last year. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Let's go. All right, Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. All right, we'll see you Tuesday for another Steelers preview. Take it easy.